0: Welcome back to another episode of Aboutcast, it is your main man Jordan, ready to bring back some good information and good takes on a a crazy Attack on Titan episode, and of course I have my main man Chris here, talking about all things good Attack on Titan on this fifth one called Declaration of War, which I think is gorgeous for this title of this episode specifically. Chris, how's it going?
1: I'm good, dude. I'm really excited to be here again talking to you about this episode. It's pretty crazy and full of a lot of juicy information that um, really kind of changes the game um, and changes everything that we've kind of thought about um, or just the things that we've known up to this point
0: has, has changed a lot. So I'm excited to get into it, man. I, you, yeah, you're exactly right where this episode I feel like is such a, well, I mean, we have a definite shift in what's going on. We've uh, seen Aaron more than ever on this. We've actually seen the history of, you know, Marley and the Ludans a little bit more. Um, it's like these episodes, it's almost like every other episode, but even more. So as far as, you know, we've gained so much information on, you know, these past prior four, but now this one almost steps it up a notch doing kind of the same tempo and cadence as we had before. but, um, we start in a really weird, so I want to do this chronologically because there's some like really interesting things that I think we can catch from this mirroring of a lot of things. So we start with uh we have Reiner, Annie, and then Barthold going across the field, and they're talking about the guy that abandoned those recruits and Then they're kind of postulating why he did so or why they actually told him. And then at the same time, we have Reiner coming into the basement, which I think is a perfect way of mirroring right there. But what what were you thinking when you saw this scene specifically, Chris, and almost sandwiched the two together? So obviously you have like Reiner in the past and then Reiner in the present coming face to face with Aaron.
1: Yeah, uh, it seemed like. I think it was Bertholdt who said that it seemed like the, the guy wanted to be to be judged. And right as a, as Bertholdt said that, I'm pretty sure it like switched scenes to where Reiner was walking down the hallway. Um, And kind of mm-hmm. what I had in my notes was just that it just seems like they're implying that Reiner wants to be judged by someone because he it seems like he just feels so awful about what he's done. But at the same time, I feel like he's also proud of it and it, it, he's just in this, this, like, craziness of just, like, not knowing exactly, like, who he is right now. Um, and I think this is just kind of showing that, like, Aaron is the one who's going to be judging him.
0: Yeah, I I really like this analogy or something I thought of while watching this episode. He's almost, Reiner's almost being kind of haunted and chased by ghosts, and the ghosts of his, you know, memories of, mm-hmm. you know, the things that he's done when he was in Paradise And even before then, when he was kind of, he did all of those things for the acceptance of his father and kind of the amalgamation of his family. And all of these things were hollow and kind of ate away at his soul, slowly but surely. And then um, we have the guy that we see right now. And I think that's a perfect example of, you know, all the horrific things or the things that Reiner found horrific in his life, he's coming to judgment for them. And I think it's it's absolutely Reiner. Um and once again, one of the one of the many mirrorings or mirrorings that we find in this episode with, you know, as as audio comes in from dialogue from somebody else, you'll see a a scene or image. And we see that again, a lot of times in this episode and even perfectly sandwiched at the end. But one thing that I really want to notate too, is that when they kind of come to the basement, you realize like a lot of things about Aaron one, his Titan powers are extraordinarily advanced. Now that we know that um, he's chilling in the basement and he actually has a cut hand. So it's almost like he's ready to rock and roll. Um, And he's just delaying it, which I find like it's such a cool scene to start out with just because, you know, it's like, oh, snap, like he's about to turn on any second. And in the basement themselves, it was so kind of compact and tight that he knew that Reiner couldn't turn into a Titan without killing tons of people. So it's like perfect setup for that scene.
1: Uh, I think it was I it was dang near perfectly placed in my in my eyes. Because like the entire time that I was watching it, like the music was building up and tension was rising. And I'm just sitting, like I was literally watching this, sitting like on the edge of my seat, like what's gonna happen next. And I'm I feel like like the whole time I was watching this, I had a huge smile on my face. The entire time. Mm -hmm. And I I just feel like they've been doing this season so well. Like every single episode we've gotten more and more information um, that we didn't know about. We've learned so many different like plot twists and things of that nature. I, I don't think I could think of anything else besides having everyone just come from parodies and just wreck everyone. Just get crazy. Yeah. But I, I feel like that's kind of just wishful thinking. And I I do feel like we're going to get that probably next episode or the next couple episodes. Um, But yeah, this one was, was amazing and great and full of lots of information. And I really, really enjoyed that, that part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, you, I think the intro was like very, very, very strong. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: there was a lot of things that set up for the rest of the, the episode that kind of is just like suspense building at all times. And it's even like, you know, even the small players like Falco, like understanding his psyche of realizing like, wait, what's going on? Um, and slowly realizing what is happening and then the enemy of the country is sitting in this basement and it was somebody that you thought fondly of and inspired you to do better to beat Gabby and things of that nature mm-hmm. it's it's crazy to see even like you know even though he's a small bit player he's the smallest person in the room there's so much to his psyche in that moment yeah. that's just like gorgeous as far as storytelling goes but Moving on, I think that there's well, obviously, there's there's tons and tons of tons of detail in this episode that I find like actually quite noteworthy. So, number one, um, the next scene, from my understanding or my notes, is when Willie is kind of prepping for uh, his his moment on stage. And so this is uh, leading up to that. And then we have the I think it's like the ambassador or the diplomat of the another country. And this lady's name is Madame uh, Azumbato. And she's basically calling Willie brave. And this is anticipation of like, why would she be calling him brave just because he's going on stage? I don't believe that's why she says her whole clan thinks he's courageous and brave. And I think this is just another implication or alluding to the, you know, how many people are aware or countries are aware of the actual true history outside of Marley themselves. And it's also quite weird that she just left right afterwards. Like she knew what was happening. Um, You think that there's a reason why she left? Of course she couldn't have known that there was going to be an attack, but I I think it was odd that they clearly showed her saying, let's get out of here. And like a scenes of her leaving.
1: Yeah. uh, I, I thought it was really strange too. Uh, I did feel like she did know something, something was up. I don't know what that was, Um, but I just had a a funny theory popped in my head. So, you know how we were talking about, or I said last time that she had that, um, that symbol on the back for a kimono. Yeah. uh, I know how I said it, she could be like an Ackerman or something like that. What if, like, like you said, what if she already knew the truth because she couldn't have her memories wiped, but that doesn't also, that also just doesn't really make sense. Um, that was just a funny theory that popped in my head as you were talking about that. Sorry. Um, but yeah, like I said, I I do think it's really weird that she left um, without watching or anything like that. Um, as far as the reason why, I have no idea. Um, i kind of excited to learn about more about that and more, learn more about like just who she is and, um, and what she's about. Cause I feel like, They're starting to show her more and more.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So I just feel like she's going to become important, maybe further down the line.
0: I think you're so right because she's getting a suspicious amount of like a little bit of airtime here and there. And one, I'm all about these like theories and you know (laughs) ideas. And so just keep on coming with them. And two, uh, to match your theory, what if, because there's no reason that she should have left knowing the things that we know about her right now. So what if the Paradis reached out to another country and said, hey, Mm. we need you, like, we need information or anything like that? Because they're breaching into a country that they have no idea about outside of Aaron's um, memories. And maybe in the book there was written down things, but clearly it's from Aaron's memory. So maybe there is, maybe that is the reason, like, she knew, of this attack that was going to be happening or the craziness that was about to ensue and that's why they showed her so it's almost like they can't take on a whole entire army just with the people they have yeah. so they need like backup reinforcements and knowing that marley's just been kind of the big kid on the block and a bully to a lot of the other countries recently um years prior before this four-year war um maybe that country is just kind of like keen in getting in and taking back some valuable resources, but who knows? That's that's kind of another another theory that I just casted out there that I yeah. <laughs> uh, spawned from from your from kind of a your pontification. But anyway, so we we get this kind of eerie information from her. We know that Willie's going to be hopping up, and we also it's kind of weird. I don't know why that this would be in there either, but it has to be meaningful. We see Annie's dad and uh, she's with Reiner's mom and they kind of have a quick, quick back and forth. And it kind of is its just like super, super clear that he believes that her, his daughter is still alive, which I hope, I mean, granted, I think this is a weird saying, but I hope, hopefully she's not and her Titan power is being put to good use from Paradise. <laughs> but do you think just to answer that question, do you think there's any possibility that she's still alive and outside of the crystal?
1: Mm. I don't know if she's outside the crystal, I think she's still alive. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I do have when we get towards the end, I do kind of have a, another theory that I want to throw at you, but uh, that's that's for the end,
0: okay? Yeah, save it for um, dessert,
1: but yeah, uh, going along with. Like meeting Annie's dad and stuff. Did you catch that uh he mentioned Berthold's dad and him passing away? It was just a little small detail yeah. that they threw out there.
0: Yeah. So that was one thing that I was kind of confused on. I wasn't sure who exactly they were talking about, but so Berthold's dad also died is what is what you're saying that you got out of that?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they said that he he like passed away in his sleep or something like that. Uh he said Mr. Hoover um and that's mm. I, I had to look it up and that's Bertholdt's last name and then he mentioned like oh he was so proud of his son and his sacrifice he made for our country or, or something along those lines
0: uh i see that is super interesting and maybe maybe this is another kind of ploy or way of showing um everybody getting together and it's almost interesting that you wouldn't see um poke and or Guillard and marcel's parents or father there then too because you'd imagine that the original warriors or the the people that went out there all of their parents would be represented so yeah. odd but good good pickup on the uh hoover because i definitely didn't uh i didn't get that but anyway so the the next thing that we see or my note says is that we actually see that they're kind of they're kind of ready for something the Marleans. And the dead giveaway is um, Commander Magath, and he's on top of the on top of a building with a perfect viewpoint of Willie and the stage. Um, and he is like r- dudes with rifles and stuff. And I'm dude. It seems so strange to see those rifles and almost like you know they would want a vantage point of everything but the stage, wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. But they're pointed
0: I, at the stage.
1: Yeah. I, I, I did catch the same thing that you did. Um, but I don't know, like what it, like, even if they did have those, those rifles, what if someone turned into a Titan like, like Aaron, like what are those, what are those rifles going to do? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's exactly what I was thinking too. Like, did they, are they misjudging? And once again, this could be uh, a little weird for this, uh, for this commander. Cause I feel like he's one of the more sober, um, you know, elite military men or like higher up military men that Marley has. But could this just be a classic, like misjudging of their enemy here thinking that, oh, okay, so we can take them out, but they know that they have at least a couple of the Titan powers. So, um, yeah, that's it, true. It also shows kind of like, you know how we're talking about
1: how they're, they almost seem like complacent in the last episode. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just another example of them just being like, Oh, like, we know what we're doing, but at Mm. the same time, like they have no idea what they're doing.
0: Yeah. And this could also be a thing of last episode. We mentioned that, um, Willie and the commander were talking about how, you know, there's like, it's, there's maybe this is the wrong word, but essentially that the foundation is messed up because of, uh, Mm. you know, there's so many like worms or infections inside of it. So this could be the assumption that, um, not only are there people who, um you know that are incompetent but also there's spies on other ends and they might even be marleyans or other countries too because i guess one thing that we have to get straight is like all the world's eyes are here to see this uh diplomats and people from other countries um obviously everybody from kind of who the who's who of marley and um so, I mean, it could just be an extra precaution. I'm sh- Maybe that is. And it could be all of the things that we've kind of hypothesized combined. And I think they would all coincide, them being incompetent, um, you know, watching out for others. And um, I don't know, just kind of being a big event with uh, the Tiber family, uh, being that they don't go out often. Maybe that's a thing, too. But yeah. just kind of a weird one. Yeah, for sure. I just would almost assume that they would have like
1: maximum security though for such a big event and this huge declaration that is going to be happening. But yeah, like you said, who knows?
0: Mm -hmm. But anyway, dude, so here's where it gets super exciting for me. Um, We see Armin for the very first time this season. And I don't know if you picked it up or strongly believed it was Armin, um, but I'm like, I I spent my time trying to figure this bad boy out. And so Armin, essentially, uh, he's in a soldier outfit and he goes and takes the other like the uh, warriors out. So essentially going to, you know, the rest of them that are there. So that is Guillard Pike, and then also Zeke saying, hey, you guys have orders um, by the commander to go like, you know, come with me. And so he takes him. And one thing I want to like put out there right now is that he's a lot taller. He's a lot taller. And I think mm-hmm. I have a hypothesis for this, but was there anything outside of like his height, Thor? Did you even believe that it was Armin or did you think it was somebody else? What was your take on that?
1: I for sure thought it was Armin. Like first time I saw him, I was like, oh, that's Armin. Mm-hmm. And he's rocking yeah. a beard too, if you didn't notice that as well.
0: Uh, was that that little chin, chin strap joint? Yeah. I, yeah. That was a, <laughs> I mean, it's um, kind of, it suited him. Oh yeah, for sure. But
1: anyways, um, I, the only, another reason why that I believe that it is Armin is because uh, Pike, when he first took him, she's like, Oh, you look kind of familiar. Like, do I know you from somewhere? Um, and then he obviously kind of played it off and said, Oh, I'm from this place. But it's just interesting that, she she like recognized him even like mm-hmm. when she was in titan form like when she saw him she was still able to do that um but yeah that that's what really like solidified and confirmed it for me it was that when she said you, you look really familiar and then when they got dropped off at that in that room and then dropped in
0: that Into big, the trap yeah it was like it settled mm-hmm. that's super interesting that you picked that up i thought that when um, it makes perfect sense the way that you said it, too, it's because uh, did she see Armin? Uh, I I didn't know that she saw Armin in Titan form during the kind of the final sways of season three, part two. Uh, but I did believe that it kind of gave me an inc- like a clue that Armin's been kind of, you know, spying and stuff from here on out. So it's almost like she's seen him in the shadows maybe. And Pike is oh, one yeah. of the smartest, one of the smartest ones of the warriors. And so I wouldn't be surprised if she just ha- was like very, very perceptive in that way. Yeah. Um, one other dead giveaway for me was I took the time to kind of like track exactly where the, like the timestamp was, but at ten forty nine in the episode, you actually get a really good glimpse of Armin's eyes and they're the classic, like really like strong Mm. blue eyes of his. And I think that was the dead giveaway too. And to answer kind of the uh, tight thing, I think that, well, obviously we know that the Titan form does affect the real body. And Pike's a perfect example of her um, neurologically feeling more comfortably like on all fours than she did uh, like standing on two feet when she spent so much time in her cart Titan body. So I think maybe there's a chance that, um, the Colossal Titan kind of like, um, kind of stimulates the body to grow more. And of course, I mean, it's been a long time. It's been four years. So I'm sure the dude's matured a bit as well.
1: <laughs> Dude, that was a, that's a good catch. I didn't, I didn't think about that, about, uh, Pike being on all fours, like when she first, um, got done being a titan, and how it affects mm-hmm. uh, the human body. That was a great catch, dude.
0: Thanks, man. I am just trying to. I am just trying to supply some uh, some good content. <laughs> here. Um, I, and so you know, what? to double up on my kind of my uh, great catch. Hopefully, you can say the same about this one. Did you know? Here is a little fun fact. So, Helos is the Marlene like kind of hero for a hundred years ago, like beating up every titan and stuff like that. And, uh, restoring peace with the Tiber family. Did you know in Greek mythology, Helios is the God of the sun and is sometimes they call that like Helios, a Titan. Oh, what? Yeah. That was a fun fact. Um, Helios, you can look it up in, in Britannica it talks about, um, how that's the, that's the God of sun. And then he was sometimes referred to as a Titan. So I hmm. find that like super, super interesting, um, and good play on words by the Attack on Titan crew. Yeah. Just kind of just a little thing like that. But anyway, so back to track. I think we have a lot of stuff going on in this uh, at this moment with seeing Armin. But we also are seeing snippets of Aaron, too, while Willie's um, talking about the history of the, the country. And this is when it kind of gets like even more intense and intimate with. Aaron saying that he had no other choice. And this was off of the question of uh, Reiner saying, like, why? Like, how and why are you here? And I think I think that this is kind of a reflection of the fact that he had no other choice in multiple ways. One, he had no choice but to be there because he was about to die. So, you know, the the only option that he had himself, knowing how strong, conv- strongly convicted Aaron was to destroy everybody himself, was to go over there. Two, I think it's also the fact that Marley would have never stopped until they've gotten the power. So it's almost like you have to cut off the snake at the head type of mm-hmm. thing. And you couldn't fort attacks from them back home, but you'd have to go in and take everybody out. And that's why they're there. Was there anything else that you could pick up from that? Or um, you know, did you want to expand on any of the things if you agree totally, Chris? Oh no, I agree hundred percent. I feel like
1: you hit the nail on the head uh, with just everything that you said. Uh honestly, I don't have
0: a whole lot else to to add to that. Gotcha. I and once again, I think that this is a, a really gorgeous scene between Aaron and Oh, it's it's kind of like um, hmm. It's really, there's so many vacillations of emotion from me. And I think it's mainly because Aaron is so terrifying in this, like in this setting to Reiner and Falco because he's so unpredictable. And there was a lot of sympathy being laid down. Um, and it almost seemed like, um, you know, Aaron was there to kind of, and it's, it's so weird to say, but, I feel like they they almost trick you into thinking that Aaron is a part of, um, you know, like Aaron isn't there to attack people hmm. in a weird way by the way that he kind of he innocently asks, of course, intentionally knowing. Well, here here's another question too. Um, during the during them talking, Aaron kind of asks a lot of like questions, like why, like why was his mother eaten and stuff like that. And Reiner talks about how. Uh, your mom was eaten because I broke down the wall to invade. You know, to to break down the wall. And he's like, "Well, why did you do that?" And um, it, and I I think that it's super interesting. I think it it's super super telling because it one implicates Willie in a lie, and two, um kind of breaks Reiner down, but they made all, they did that whole thing, that whole operation and sent four out of of the six Titans that they controlled the country of Marley. I'm not counting the Warhammer in this, but they sent them there to see what the King would do if they burst down the wall. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Did you catch that? I did. It's just the first reaction I had was just why,
1: because in in Willie's big speech, he mentioned like the king wanting peace,
0: mm-hmm. uh, but at
1: the same time, the king mentioned that if you come over to the island and attack, I will send th- thousands of titans over to to destroy you all uh and then further on, Willie then says that but the king like he wouldn't actually do it because all he does is he want peace mm-hmm. so like knowing that why why even bother? Like you know that they're over there, but like you know at the same time that they're not going to do anything. It, it just yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Like why, why they would do it in the first place? I mean, I guess they were just thirsty for power and stuff like that. Um, But at the same time, it, it just doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, and you know, to give the benefit of the doubt, there there could be a reason why. Once again, we're getting information from Reiner here. And so he could be kind of like fractured and having a hard time with everything. But at, at the same time, I think you would be completely honest in this, in this mm-hmm. particular thing. So either he's kind of like in a psychosis already and thinking that's why they did it. And that's why he feels so horrific or that's actually why. Um, but, and, and another thing is maybe he's even more being more honest because they didn't send Zeke and um, Pike of mm-hmm. or, maybe Pike wasn't even a part or or the cart Titan is probably a better way to say it over there as well as like an all out assault. And they didn't know anything about where the founding Titan was either. Um, But once again, this is something that uh, Willie left out in his monologue. So essentially he was saying he, and this is another fat lie by them kind of, or the omission of truth where, you know, he was talking about how, the king was this total pacifist, like you were saying, and that everything was fine and that they were actually the real like evil villains here, where they were like attacking this country that didn't want any war or anything like that. And um and now all of a sudden it shifted from there. Of course there was things that happened in between, but it shifted from there to saying, yeah, it got you know put in the wrong hands, and that's why I'm here to tell you that we need to like pair up and fight these guys or else it'll be too late for everybody. And so it's like, well, all of a sudden, if the King didn't want anything to do with you and wanted to like keep his peace and made these giant colossal Titan walls, which is insane to think that the founding Titan power can do that. Then like how all of a sudden do you know that now it's in the wrong hands? Right. It's like another thing, like kind of a sleight of hand thing of saying, yeah, um, look over here really quick. And then all of a sudden, here we go. There's a rabbit in this hat. Yeah. And so I, I found it really interesting. Um, was there anything else from this like part that you found like super impactful or that you picked up?
1: Um, Kind of just all, I guess like all the stuff that Willie said, like in his speech uh, about how just everything was different than what we thought. Kind of like what I said at the beginning of the pod It's just like, Part of me like wants to know if this is actually true or not, like is he speaking the actual truth or is he not mm-hmm. um but other than that like just just the fact that like like I said, everything that we thought we knew we don't actually know uh was the biggest yeah. biggest thing for me,
0: yeah man yeah i I think that you're one hundred percent right it's a this is like a wake up call, and we've like learned and learned more and more about this universe as the episodes have been going and this has been like a super informationally heavy season so far, but this yeah. one just kind of blows the rest of the episodes out of the water. And I, you know, I think that this is where we kind of get to this last really, really amazing mirroring part again. And this is where Aaron is saying that, um, you know, he's, he's relating to, to, to Reiner and saying that we are the same type of person and it gives Reiner hope thinking like, um, you know, he's so regretful of the things that he's done as well. And he doesn't want to kill anymore. And this because this is where Reiner's at. He's thinking that this is just a horrific like he wants us all to go away. He doesn't want to go back to Paradise. He doesn't want to have to try to fight these guys anymore. He's done being a Titan and a warrior. And um, I think this is one of the most badass things. And. At this point, uh, Reiner's like on the floor, Aaron standing over and ha- with his hand extended and another, um, example of them playing with the dialogue from other scenes and putting it in one scene that matches perfectly. Uh, Willie is at the peak of his monologue saying, I want you to join me in the fight against the devils of Paradise Island. And Aaron is extending his hand to Reiner. Um. And once they lock hands, I think it's then that Aaron says, I finished the job or like I'll finish to the very end. And it's like, oh, that's cold as hell. Yeah. Dude, I I was like amazed by that. That was strong.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think what he said was, oh, here I wrote it down. Uh, It says, I think we're born this way. I keep moving forward until I destroy my enemies. And it's just like he's basically repeating everything that Reiner has said to him in the past, which is just mm. super crazy how they did it Um, and just how it was going back and forth between Willie's speech and Aaron and Reiner's uh, conversation. It was just like so beautifully done. And like the music was absolutely amazing. Um, I'm pretty sure we got the same music that we did. I think in like the very first episode when you first see the Colossal Titan, uh, I thought that was really cool. I think so. Don't definitely don't quote me on it, but the music did sound very similar to like um, the past seasons and like when big things were happening.
0: Mm -hmm. That's Um, dude. Yeah. Sorry. Go for
1: it. Oh, I was just, did you kind of catch when Aaron was talking about how they were all the same? Um, Like he had the same thoughts as the Marlians, as like the Marlins did as uh, like how the Marlins thought about the Eldians. Like Aaron thought um, he thought all the Marlins across the sea were devils. The Marlins thought the Eldians across the sea were devils and stuff like that. Like he thought they were all enemies. But then he he said that like he came over and like lived with you guys. I ate the same food as you guys. And he realized that they're all the same. Um, he just said people. they're all just normal people, and I feel like it was kind of like how Reiner realized that when he was telling his um, his family back. I think it was the Midnight Train episode. Yeah, I when did. they're all sitting yeah. at the dinner table and like he started explaining like his experience and um, how the different characters were um, over across the sea, and then he um, kind of just said they're all just people, and mm-hmm. I, I think it was just so cool how they did that as well. Um, just showing um, I guess the culmination of all this stuff that we've been, all this information that we've been processing and seeing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And one piece of information that I think that we also pulled out of this, and maybe this is something that we, well, we already knew, but another reconfirmation of that is even throughout that process, we have the same experiences happening to two people. And I think this is where, um, you know, Maybe we were born this way, uh, as far as like you know them as passionate and wanting to drive for others. Uh, Aaron obviously the death of his mother and the death of his like you know friends and family and things of that nature. Uh, Reiner the death of his his friends and you know. His sacrifice of his own life being that he's like has to go through all of this horrific stuff and he's, you know, can't live with specifically the death of Marcel uh, that he finds is his fault. But, um, you know, they're like so for other people and compassionate. But then in the end, it's like Aaron is just cold as hell and Mm -hmm. wants to destroy every single one of them. And that's why I think he says there was no other option, almost like he forced Um, you know, he was like forced the people from paradise. So the scout team and everybody else of saying like, dude, like either you do this or I'm going to go by myself and do it. And so I think that that's actually like extraordinarily empowering or like, you know, defines Aaron as this person with extraordinary resolve and will. And, um, I find it crazy. Um, and dude, okay. So this is where, I think unless you have anything else to offer. Oh, and he also um, maybe uh, please, please push back if you don't think so, Chris. But I think that we once Aaron said that he turned into his Titan form, blew up the building and then instantly um, went to go kill Willie. And I think he did the way that it looked. It looked like he was either in half or like shredded up and Aaron was about to eat him. Was, did you push, would you want to push back on that? Or do you think that's exactly what you saw as well?
1: Uh, I don't think it was Willie. I don't know. You don't think so? Whoa. No, I, for some reason, I don't know why. I just, I honestly, this is going to sound really, really crazy, but I think it was Annie.
0: How, how did Annie get there?
1: Just because it. It looked like a female to start. She, it looked like she had blonde hair. Um, and I feel like there's something that – I don't know if it was – Like, you know how Aaron had that cut on his hand? Yeah. And, like, I feel like they were – show Like, I don't know why I think this, but I feel like they were making a point to show his cut, like, at, in his Titan form. Because it seemed like he still had had that cut.
0: In his um, Titan form? Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. Like, it's – so weird and I don't know how like Annie would even fit into that equation. But, but to me, it just seemed like it looked like her. So that was my, my big theory for the end.
0: Yeah. That's a heavy one, dude. I mean, I don't know how it'd work out. So yeah. Yeah. That will. And the thing is too, it's like, that's exactly what Willie looks like, right? Like long hair, blonde.
1: Yeah. um, True.
0: So, but dude, that'd be a crazy one if it was, and then that would kind of um, make the scene with her father like even heavier. Like, holy dude, we really can't let a scene go by without analyzing yeah. it. And that was one that. of the reasons
1: why I brought that up. Mm,
0: um, gotcha.
1: But at the same time, like, didn't isn't Willie the one with the the Warhammer Titan?
0: So I don't think so. And this is a theory that oh. I had. Okay. Um, go ahead. And so the theory that I have is it's actually the black haired woman. And we see her in the longest shot of in the foreground and there's shots in the background of Willie talking and it, and there's her there. And it's after he says like exposes the truth as far as history goes. And then looks over to the side where his family is and says, yeah, like judge me. Um, you know, I know you're judging me. And it's like, I, i deserve it type of thing and Mm -hmm. i think it's her because she is the longest shot one and two it obviously it shouldn't be willies because if you think about it logically um it takes a lot of time to be a good leader and like diplomatic and like smart as far as like relationship building and like education and things of that nature and so it just doesn't make sense to put it on somebody that has a clock of 13 years all of a sudden yeah and true and it wouldn't be somebody who's old because that's kind of why would they be old? I think the best time to have a Titan power is when you're younger. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, she was one of the most reasonably looking like fit the Goldilocks zone of age and kind of background as far as like where she was to, to kind of elicit that. And maybe that's a reach, but I don't believe it's Willie that has it. And it's because I also thought Willie just died or was about to die
1: interesting yeah because I, I, for some reason i thought he said that he was the one who inherited the the warhammer's powers and so he was able to see um all of the history um that came mm. with with those powers um but dude that's that's really interesting uh yeah that's oh,
0: i love the show so much <laughs> dude it's so good it's so good man and it's like you know it's crazy that you can talk about this show for an hour over something that lasted 20 minutes that's how like rich and you know in detail that they leave it it's it's a it's it's a really amazing show and i think that they've somehow cranked it up for this last season too but obviously we're here and um there's a few things that we know and a few things that we suspect for this next upcoming episode that we have this following week and what are your thoughts premonitions and ideas for this next one being that we've talked about so much crazy stuff in this one what do we have for next episode uh
1: i think we're going to finally see uh the warhammer titan in their in their titan form whoever that may be mm-hmm. uh i think there's going to be a battle between aaron and the warhammer titan just because of proximity and all the stuff that's going down. Uh still hoping to see uh like uh, Armin and Mikasa and Levi and all those guys. I'm really hoping that all of them are over there. Um and just an I think we're just gonna see another great episode. I just feel like every single one that we've we've watched, like it's definitely they've all build it on each other. Um but also like I feel like they've one upped each other like every single episode like it's been just better and better and better um and i think we're just going to get the same thing too for the next one
0: Mm -hmm. i i I think you're probably right of course i think that we're going to see the warhammer titan it'd be really interesting to see like the interplay of the other warriors so i'm really curious to see what zeke's up to we haven't seen much of him Mm -hmm. and especially if he goes to the gate like what is out there so you got to think they're they have something waiting for him for some reason, yeah. they didn't want to put all three of them in that pit. So it's like, who's out there? Is it Gene? Is it somebody else? Yeah. Um, and so I'm really curious to see what oh, what's dear. going on with that. I imagine uh, if Levi's out there. Dog. Well, oh. dude, I don't see. I don't see a reason why they wouldn't put him out there. Yeah. Like, the, so we might see Levi next episode, which would be so crazy. I would be, wow. Can that would be a, insane. A Zeke versus Levi round two? Uh, I think, yeah, I think uh, Levi would be have something waiting for him. Oh, my God. You know, he's not. I feel like how many people have gotten away from Levi? I would say close to zero, maybe even negative numbers. <laughs> so I'd be so excited to see that because it's been four years, um, may like closer to five maybe, and – like both of them I'm sure have matured a lot. And Zeke Mm -hmm. is crazy desperate now knowing that almost his legacy and, you know, his time on this earth is like running out. So I'd be, that'd be crazy to see. And hopefully we get that, but I'm thinking for next episode, we obviously get that juicy, uh, you know, Aaron and the Warhammer Titan fight. Hopefully we get to see some more hammer Titan abilities and dude, more of armin i think we're gonna see uh obviously other warriors get mixed up in the mix but you know what i thought was amazing or something that was kind of a crazy a crazy kind of a theory um you know what man i think that they somehow synthed like some royal blood or something into Aaron, because i i feel like that would be amazing to see number one his eyes are glinting a lot, and I know that's a silly ex- reason, but if he knows it's if you had four years and you knew that the only way to unlock your power fully would be to, um, you know, have royal blood, then that would be extraordinary to see. We've never seen any other Titan be able to delay their healing
1: mm-hmm. like
0: he did there. Um so I'm thinking maybe what are these unlocked abilities about maybe it's time maybe it's just kind of like skill set of being a titan or like a you know that you can transform or maybe he has some sort of like buff or like buff from having some of Historia's stuff in him so who knows but um dude I'm just like so hyped for dude, that was episode. a
1: that was a brilliant pull that you just wow I'm I'm like mind blown right now about that that theory that you just brought up. That is that's crazy, and I feel like that is like it's more true than than not. Or right? I guess
0: it could be more true than than not. I I mean, dude, it just kind of like if I'm thinking it could be a reach. Like I'm going to be very fair. Like there's parts that might not make sense. Like how would they actually do it? There's no technology that we know of right now. But as far as they had four years. Or maybe three, if I'm going to be generous, because they've been doing recon or so. Mm-hmm. But it's like they had three years to figure out, okay, this is how you use the, the pa- Titan powers the best. This Founding Titan power is the most powerful, and we need royal blood for this one. Um, and also, it would kind of make sense why, like, if you had the Founding Titan power, then you could just decimate Marley. But if there was like a range to it, then he would need to be over there anyway. But Mm -hmm. who knows, man? Um, I, I think hopefully we figure it all out, dude, but regardless if we figure that out or something else, man, it's going to be a treat.
1: Yeah. I feel like once we figure something, something crazy out, something else, it's just going to come up. That's going to blow our minds even more anyways. Yeah. I was so excited.
0: Yeah, man. Super, super excited, dude. Once again, thanks for being on this podcast man it makes it a hell of a lot more fun and you always come up with like really strong attack on titan information whether it's history theories or uh just a good person to bounce ideas off of man thank you chris thanks man
1: that that any theory that i had earlier it's definitely questionable but i'm gonna stick to it until until further notice
0: hey bro (laughs) Yeah, you got to stick to your guns, man. And if uh, you know, as as your information changes, so should your you know example or model on the on the world. So we'll see, dude. You could just be like called the Michael Jordan of shot calls out there. <laughs> and that would be it. Um, but yeah, man. So I hope you guys enjoyed this Attack on Titan episode. Uh, if you guys kind of are looking for a shift. I did a really, really interesting history piece and a book review on the heart of darkness and the history of Belgium in the Congo. Uh, It's quite a bit darker, um, super heavy on history and uh, a lot of things that I feel like a lot of people don't know about necessarily. Um, So if you guys are looking for a shift, I would definitely recommend hopping on that one. And if you enjoy this, well, you'll be coming to another episode next week. But anyway, thank you for listening this far. Thank you for the interactions. thank you for everything if you want to reach out to us about casts the aboutcast at gmail.com but anyway, thank you so much and peace Thank you